Watch out, you better not cry, you better not pout, I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. He's making a list, checking it twice, gonna find out who's naughty or nice. Santa Claus is production brings you Under the Water Tower, presented by Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. And now, here are your hosts, Matt Crane and Derek Biglane. Good afternoon, Matt. Good afternoon, Derek. I hope that you've made your list. You've checked it twice. You have less than a week before Christmas. And with the uh, the White Death uh, 2022 that we have coming Thursday night, you probably have less shopping days than that. Uh, it looks like the old man winter. I think the winter, the first day of winter is Wednesday. It looks like a tremendous system coming through Thursday. So uh, old man winter is not waiting very long to uh, hit us this year. Yeah, Derek. White Death 2022 is coming to the uh, Mid-South. Uh, it is amazing how they – and that's their Super Bowl. The uh, weather okay, so guys, weather have- people – I won't say weather guys. I'll say weather people. They jump into action, and, man, they love um, – yeah, here we go. It's if, what if, they if do. Calm down, the, everybody. We're going to be okay. Yeah, if you've got that like DEFCON tornado thing from one to five, if it's above one, or if there's any chance of pink or blue crossing over the mid south area, I mean, they the oh, yeah. next twenty four to forty eight hours is nothing but constant information. Yep, they love it. You, you remember, love Derek, it. the uh, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer? At the beginning of the movie, there's a huge uh, blizzard oh, yeah, and it shows cars. Yeah. That's how people envision. <laughs> The Mid-South with a light dusting coming. Look, it may be six inches. It may be six. uh, I don't know. But uh, we're going to be okay, everybody. It's going to be fine. It's going to be okay. But uh, I know that probably half of you listening will be at Kroger Thursday morning. Total freak out. Just absolute milk, bread, eggs are gone. Yes. So if you need to get that, go ahead and get that today on on Monday slash Tuesday. Yeah. Um, What's the percentage on this? What's the percentage on people that freak out about snow and go get bread and milk and uh, drive around with yappy dogs in their lap? What's the percentage? Mm. 80, 90% of those about, same about, people. I'm going to say the, like, Venn, the Venn diagram, there there's, a, there's a lot of overlapping. There's there a lot of overlapping. Who doesn't love a Venn diagram? Di- Kamala Harris love loves a Venn, a Venn diagram. diagram. I mean, yeah, she'll tell you. <laughs> who don't love a yellow school bus, too? I mean, that's, that's uh, who doesn't the yellow? Anyway, Merry Christmas from the UTW Podcast. Derek and I are going to talk. Our words from the weekend coming up are going to have to uh, do with our crew of Fernando's 12th annual caravan. We're going to talk more about that. It's a wonderful time on Saturday morning. You know, a lot of Christmas cheer, Derek, was coming to the city of Fernando and the streets of Fernando and uh, had an opportunity to spend some time on Friday night uh, spreading some Christmas cheer with our 2022 presenting sponsor, Mr. Brian Couch with Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. Team Couch possesses over 66 years of combined real estate experience. They're the number one real estate team for the past 13 years in the Mid-South. They are ranked nationally as a top-performing real estate team by America's Best Real Estate Professionals magazine. They are full-time, full-service realtors, which means they are available anytime you need them. They were also recently voted to Soda's Best for the fifth time. Brian and Terry possess all the analytics that you want from a realtor in 2022. Currently offering a free, no-obligation market analysis. Tell them your address. They can tell you all about your street, your neighborhood, how long houses are staying on the market, how fast they're closing. Again, Brian and Terry know all the analytics for 2022. Still a hot market, but very interesting with some different variables that are happening each and every month when it comes to real estate. Give Brian and Terry with Team Couch a call at 662-449-1700. Call Brian directly on his cell phone at 901-461-7653. That's 461-SOLD. You can also do a home search. You can also do a full home search at teamcouch.com. Again, that's teamcouch.com. If you're planning to put off selling your home until the end of the year or the first quarter of 2023, you're thinking about buying or selling a home in 
Hernando, Mississippi, and the Mid-South. You need to work with the best. That's Team Couch, a Birch Realty Group, 662-449-1700. Podcast listeners, always remember, every home needs a couch. Recording this cold Monday afternoon from the Mobile Cars and Van Rental Studios. Mobile Cars and Vans. Uh, look, if you're traveling for Christmas, we have a couple of spots still available. If you're traveling for spring break, if you're looking at summer travel, now's the time to reach out to Mobile Cars and Vans, 662-469-4555. If you're planning to put your car or truck into a body shop the first month of January, we have some uh, a waiting list happening. People are contacting us already when it comes to that. So I know it's a really good time in January and February to go ahead and pull the trigger on a repair in, uh, for 2023. Give us a call, 662-469-4555. We'd love to help. We specialize in insurance claims, work with some of the largest insurance companies out there, much like Holland Insurance, which you'll hear from uh, later on in the in the show. But uh, State Farm, Far Bureau, Progressive, Geico, all those companies have us in their system, and we can serve you if you need us. 662-469-4555, mobile cars and vans. As I mentioned, Derek, on our Tuesday show, we always start out with our words from the weekend. I'll go ahead and tell people our words, and then you can go ahead and uh, tell people uh, this time of year, uh, your word is going to be grateful, and mine is going to be Christmas cheer. Derek, you uh, handled so much of the stuff for the Crew Fernando Caravan, our 12th annual event, and uh, it went off without a, without a hitch, at least as far as I know. You may have some hitches that I don't know about, but uh, when it came to serving nine families, I, don't, I can't imagine a better Christmas. Tell us all about that. Yes, Matt, my word is grateful. We had a wonderful, wonderful day, first of all. I mean, very Beautiful grateful weather, for the yeah. absolute weather. I mean, what we've had over the last, I mean, basically the first half of December, just constant rain for, I think, like 10 days. There was chances of rain or actually had rain. It, it was so bad that Santa Claus wrote us a letter and said, hey, look, I don't think I, I can mean, make it. had to postpone the yeah, parade. Right. Had to had to come back to Hernando for the 12th instead of the right. uh, 5th. I mean, it just it was terrible. But uh, it, the last two or three days for the parade and for the parade itself on Saturday, it was absolutely gorgeous. 42, sunny, could not ask for better. For weather especially for christmas and then not only that i'm grateful for the uh so the weather grateful for the turnout in yes. the neighborhoods we uh, had great participation from most of the neighborhoods that we drove through people either understand now better i mean we've, we've been doing it 12 years but they understand now to come outside uh the kids are excited they're lined up they're waiting of course it was colder this year so people were in cars had driven and parked waiting for us to come by so that was a good site great site and they were rewarded with a bunch of candy that the uh, crew members had uh, also, we were. Uh, I was grateful for all of the crew members. Uh, people really stepped up. I mean, Matt, you said that everything did go off without a hitch, but that wasn't because of anything I necessarily did by myself. There were so many other things. Uh, I mean, the, the family, uh, the, the, I, I won't mention exact names, but there were uh, two women at the school who really helped us find the families, yes. to vet the families, to get those families to us. We really, really do appreciate their help on that. There was help with uh, all of the, uh, the six guys uh, who – had the drop-off points in their neighborhoods. Thank you to those guys for uh, just allowing us to use your houses for the neighborhoods to donate their gifts there. We wanted to thank um, Santa Claus, uh, Santa Claus for coming down from the North Pole. Man, I know it's a long trip. I know you got a long week, and I, hopefully you're back resting now, getting ready for your big night uh, this Saturday night. Uh, we want to thank the uh, the Country Club uh, for allowing us to meet there, to have our wrapping party, and just putting up with us for about the two or three hours that we're there doing all that. They allow us to just, I mean, we trash the place, and we clean it up, but we trash it. We, you know, we're doing our best job trying to wrap the gifts for all the families. And then, of course, uh, for the, uh, the family that allowed us to host uh, both the stop uh, and the after party. I mean, those are uh, two great guys who offer their houses and, of course, their wives who, to allow them to offer their houses uh, and just to put on great, great food, uh, drinks, 
uh, and just, you know, allowed us to use their restrooms and stuff like that. Just we thank you all so much uh, for the stop and for the lunch and to, to being the host. I'm great, very grateful for the guys that came out to uh, help me meet the families. Uh, there was three other guys that were with me that helped me meet them. And uh, just a wonderful seeing them and being able to say Merry Christmas and see the, the looks of appreciation on their faces. And so it was just a, a wonderful day. It's, it's a tiring. I will say that once it's over, I do feel a weight come off my of shoulders. Course. Also, I guess the final thing was, is Matt, I was just grateful for what I'm blessed with because I mean there are families when you see these families that they they need uh, help at Christmas time they do need help sure. at Christmas time and and I will say this I believe it was five of the families that we adopted uh, were affected by the fire and the apartment complex uh, over there behind Kroger that is not something I, I experienced yeah, this year. Have, yeah, yeah. and so I mean you know so you, you don't want to you know kind of like that <laughs> when Bono says that song thank God it's them instead of you that's a horrible horrible line but there are things that we should be grateful for that other people are going through. That, you know, we just, if we are faced with those things, that we need to, you know, pray that we'll be able to handle it. God, you know, he doesn't give us more than we could handle. But at the same time, you know, just to be grateful where I am uh, in, in my life and with my family. And so I, I don't know if it sounds worse than I'm meaning it to. Uh, I just, it's just the thing that, you know, it, it is, it does remind you of even the little things that we have how much we should treasure those things and how, and how grateful we should be. So, again, that's my word from the weekend. It was grateful. It was a great turnout. I, I think that we did a, a great job as a crew, and I hope that the people that saw us, heard us, uh, read about us, and then, of course, that we met could be touched with the joy and the love of the Christmas season. Derek, not bad for 18 guys to get together and drink beer. <laughs> Would you agree with that? 18 guys? Yeah, not, you know. I've heard it was. I've heard, I've heard it was eighteen guys. It may. I, I'm joking around a comment that was made about uh, us at one point. I wasn't. And, uh, no, no, yeah. no. This is. This so, is. I mean, there was not bad for that. I will say there was probably. I mean, the video went out on Facebook. Forty-ish, forty-ish sure. guys wrapped yeah. presents that night. I mean, it was a great turnout. Absolutely. I had a great. It's, it's the best crew meeting of the year. It always is. And uh, it's just to see guys come together. They don't complain. They have fun with it. The only thing they complain about is they don't have enough bags or boxes. Right. Sure. Other than that, having a great time. So I do. I, I, Fellas, I really do appreciate all of y'all for making this come together and, and another successful year. And also, Derek, don't forget, grateful for the police department and the fire department. I'm sorry, yes, no, 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 it's fine. It's, but uh, just there's so that. many different. But I mean, the the police uh, officers that come out, they have a great time, and it's an opportunity for them to be with us and help us. And the fire department as well. The fire chief was with us. He was with, and us. so he was with us, and so he was excited about that. He 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 kind of chuckled or when I did talk to him, he was like, "Man, I was glad to. I was glad to be working today." So yeah. he he got to get out there. But uh, again, and, and and the mayor too, because yeah. I actually contacted the mayor first to uh you know to ask permission to be able to contact the police department and the fire department and he said absolutely we love that y'all do this every year so this the whole city in general we had the parks director right. uh actually wrote in our parade too right. so just a, a wonderful wonderful uh day yeah i mean in my word as i mentioned earlier is christmas cheer and uh all weekend long as i mentioned hanging out an opportunity to spend some time with our presenting sponsor mr brian couch uh, spreading christmas cheer for a little get together at his house and then uh you know the crew of fernando caravan getting to travel through all the different neighborhoods that we do go to and and, and spread Christmas cheer, uh, which is good. A lot of Merry Christmases and uh, playing music and having a good time uh, there. And then uh, the Christmas cantata at Hernando Methodist, we enjoyed that. So they were spreading Christmas cheer. And it, it's that time of year, Derek. This podcast exists. Part of the reason for it existing is to be able to shine a light and talk about yeah. our wonderful town uh, here in Hernando. And, and Derek, we would be remiss to mention some of the different blessings that um, Hernando has. And um, again, that's, that's a police department and a fire department willing to help and those types things and and it's a it's that time of year to to never forget that if you've been blessed and the lord is blessing you with 
um, you know, a healthy family or blessing you with a job that, uh, you, know, you know, you got to keep during COVID or some kind of stuff like that. Those are blessings that he's giving to you. And I was listening to, uh, funny enough, I was listening to Steve Harvey the other day and he was, he started preaching, man. He, he, he really was <laughs> preaching about, um, you know, not being afraid to ask for God's blessings. And um, as you mentioned, Derek, he's going to give you, uh, not going to give you more than you can handle. And, um, you know, we forget that. But uh, Christmas cheer is my word from the weekend. A wonderful time uh, during the city of Fernando. Thank you for the weather, Lord, that it was not <laughs> freezing cold and, and everything. Right. Um, you know, rain and freezing cold. I think Santa Claus stayed dry all day. So uh, great time in the city of Fernando over the weekend spreading Christmas cheer. And we really appreciate all the love and support uh, that we get with the crew of Fernando. And that, look, real quick, let's turn our attention now to our largest event of the year, which helps raise money for an entire year of stuff and giving opportunities, whether it be to teachers or um, other nonprofits or that type of stuff. And that's going to be our Mardi Gras ball Saturday, February 18th. If you paid attention on Instagram, paid attention on Facebook to our crew of Fernando Caravan, let's turn the attention, turn the page to our Mardi Gras Saturday, February 18th. Please consider buying a ticket, coming to, to out to the event, one of the best party bands in the south mustache the band will be entertaining us if you've been it's been a number of years since you've come please consider coming out 90s country who knew 90s country was going to be that big but um you know listen to it are you kidding me are you kidding me so we're yeah i mean any any chance you get i look forward to uh to singing to every song Uh, well Derek, we might hear any outlaw or uh way down yonder on the chattahoochee it blows my mind that this band is this popular and this famous brooks and dunn i mean let's go it's going to be awesome (laughs) mustache the band go check out who they are but saturday february 18th we hope you can come if you're a former member of the crew fernando if your wife is listening to it right now please consider coming back it's our 11th annual come back to the thing to the event help us make this the largest we've ever had it's definitely the largest band we've ever had our venue we're selling more tickets than ever before Derek, 200 tickets sold out in the first hour yeah well matt i mean it's gonna be a great time looking for a great night and uh really uh, excited about that and we got Again, as you said, 200 tickets sold. Uh, we only had 500 printed. In the printed. first hour. In the first hour, we only had 500 printed. And so really, you know, contact us. We PayPal, Venmo, uh, cash or check, all of it's available. We do have a credit card at the door. If we have to do it that way, we prefer not because of the fees charged. So Venmo, PayPal, cash or check, you can come to the Cadence Bank on Commerce Street, the Guaranteed Bank on Mackinville. Either one of those banks will have them in person. If you pay by Venmo and want to pick them up before the event in person, we can do it that way or find any crew member that will have them available. So really looking forward to this, excited about it, and I uh, can't wait. And, again, that's how we fund the entire year of giving and opportunities uh, that, that we have to you know spread, not just Christmas cheer, but cheer all around throughout the entire year. That's how we pay for our full year uh, of stuff. So if you have any questions, you can always reach out to me and Derek or find a crew member to ask some questions. Saturday, February 18th at the Gin in Nesbitt. Mustache the band will be our entertainment. Just going to be a great time. Looking forward to it. Well, Derek, let's turn our attention to our second Alder meeting for the month of December. We talk about the uh, Alder meeting each week that they're having a meeting, and this is our last meeting for 2022. Break it down for us. And Before I do this, I want to say one thing. We've talked about the parade. Did you know that the Love Fire Department had their own Santa Claus parade? Wow, great. Uh, They actually took it and went like, South of the city, down to Buena Vista, yeah. uh, and those the, the uh, airport uh, yeah, subdivision, sure. all those kind of subdivisions around there. They actually posted. They started at 10 a.m. So same yeah, day, same day, That's exact great. same yeah. day. So we don't see that as competition. Yeah. In no way will we ever be able to cover. We can't even cover the whole city, sure, more or less wonderful. the parts outside of the city. So thank you to the Love Fire Department for having their own fire truck. Then borrowing our Santa Claus, the only true original Santa Claus. Now and going uh, to the houses and seeing all those families out there that might not be able to come in town. So That's just great, a shout yeah. out to them for doing that. Yeah, Derek, I love that. 
All right, now moving on to the city business. They have the meeting Tuesday night, uh, I guess tonight when you're listening to this. And the first thing, skipping all the, the preamble stuff, the uh, consent agendas. Hey, real quick, go- I did, when reading the consent agenda, yep. the fire department's really busy. Uh, that's speaking of fire departments, the Hernando Fire Department does a really good job. It reads like that. A lot of people go into training, learning different things, learning some some state of the art things to do with the trucks and how we do things uh, here in the city of Fernando. A lot of those uh, consent agenda are paying for training that's for right. those people. So great job for the, for that. Yeah, it looks like there's there's a I think six it looks like six right. individuals in here exactly. being paid to go. So that that's a good point to point that out. That when we say consent agenda, it's not that. We don't care about what's in there, and we do every once in a while read like dates of, of events coming up that may be approved. But these are things that they've already decided they've sure. approved with no discussion, and so they're they're put in there, and it just kind of speeds up the meeting. Uh, but the first thing that's actually listed as an agenda item, the Community Foundation of Northwest Mississippi is giving a grant for right under four thousand dollars to the Parks Department to purchase two Satter soccer goals for the U8 program. So you know that's good for the parks. Uh, next item we want to look at is the approval to enter into the agreement with. AERC for their services in regarding the renovation of the old concession stands uh, out at Milton Kirkendall Park. Matt, those old concession stands, right when you come into the park right. on the left, yes. turning those into two bathrooms. Okay, let's uh, do it. So, I mean, fantastic. So, the bathrooms right now are down on the southern end of the track. Now they're going to move it up to the front so you can walk right there. If you know, happen to be running by or running into the track, you don't have to go halfway down the track try to use the restroom. Uh, so, I think that's a good thing. You know, and, Derek, I get criticized for uh, bringing up the Penny for the Park referendum that did not pass did not six pass. weeks ago. It did not pass. It did not pass. But these expenses seem like something that could have helped with that could have helped with it. Thirty-five, thirty-six thousand dollars. Yeah, that could have helped. So, yeah, yeah, that could have helped with it a little bit. Or somebody wants to sponsor the restaurant. Sure, restaurant. I mean, who? Will, yeah, exactly. I mean, you could. Yeah, yeah um, sponsor the the bathroom. <laughs> we'll, we'll put your name all over it. Uh, the next thing is uh, the cool things that they do. Matt, there are three people that are retiring from the police uh, force. Okay. Of course, one of them being Chief Warsham, Correct. who retired. Uh, then we have Officer Ross Smith and Officer Brian Bell also retiring. And, of course, in their, part of their retirement is they are able to purchase their gun that they have used for years now uh, for $1. Correct. Two Glock 17s and a Glock 43 uh, will be sold to them for a dollar each. Uh, and so they'll be able to take those into retirement, which is just a cool thing, another way to honor them uh, and put their name on the agenda. So I thought that was really, really neat. Um, the next is the authorized to bid on the street overlays. Uh, this is a, uh, they got some more, you know, they have this pool of money. We've discussed it about 1.9 million where they're doing it. We know that some roads have already been done. This is the next round that they're going to go ahead and get bids for. Try to get these started before the asphalt plants close. We'll see if not, they'll have them ready for as soon as it reopens first thing in the spring uh, to get those done. The next one is there's a change order on the animal shelter. All that means is that something went over a little bit or they made a change to the the design of it that may have a different cost. They just have to get that approved, so that's going to be done. And then on is to the um, – there's an ordinance change for gas pumps in commercial districts. We'll kind of pay attention to what that is. Couldn't find much information beforehand on that, so we'll watch tonight for you and then let you know if there's anything from that uh, on our Friday show. Hey, Derek, go back to the change order on the animal shelter. This is my opportunity. I've caught a little flag here for not liking yappy dogs. I'm okay with yappy dogs. I don't like yappy dogs in your lap. In your front seat. When you're driving. No, no, no. In your lap. Well, that's where I struggle. I don't care about the front seat. The front seat's one thing, but when when it's in your lap and you're supposed to be driving, that's where I struggle. Yappy dogs, that's fine. Yappy dogs in your lap, I'm not a fan. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to take the yappy dogs in the lap. Pro yappy dog, uh, but con yappy dog. uh, No, no. Pro's too strong. Pro Yappy Dog is too strong. <laughs> Neutral, uh, tolerable, dogs. tolerable of Yappy Dogs. Uh, yappy Dogs in your lap. Uh, we're gonna no, go no, no. Okay. Hard too no, much. Hard no. Yeah, hard no. 
All right, now moving to the planning section. Uh, there's four things from the planning section. Of course, this is from the planning commission earlier this month. The first one being uh, Winningham Estates. They're just requesting the final plat for the approval of 26 new lots mm -hmm. in Section D. Uh, if it's approved, then we'll kind of let you know what the size of those lots are and what the square footage on those houses are on our on our Friday show. The next one is the uh, Palmer Drive and Green Team Subdivision. This one is unique because this is one lot of 2.8. Uh, 38 acres on Palmer Drive. It gets a little more descriptive than that, but this the, the best way to explain what this is, this is the old country club tennis courts. And pool. And, and that area right there. So yes. that has, the property is zoned as part of the PUD, uh, it is, and the site is governed by the AR district. So it's considered agricultural because of kind of the, the original purpose of it, where it laid. And so uh, somebody's looking to obviously do that to build a house on it now. And so they're asking for final plot approval for that one lot, which will be 2.38 acres. Is it the developers to build multiple things or what? Or uh, just I'm trying to see who's, uh, what's like, does it say? I don't, I don't know, but just I, yeah. I, one house, multiple houses? It, no, it's what? just one lot. One lot. For okay. One lot for 2.38 acres. Uh, so we'll see. I mean, congratulations to that person sure. right there. That's a, that's a really nice area. Yeah, of course. Uh, it's just, you know, you have a, a tennis court. It's an too. eyesore now. So if yeah. you want to complain about this, something's wrong with you because it's, it's an eyesore now. Go look at it. It's time for it to move in a new direction. Uh, the next one is the, called the Gore Subdivision Second Revision to Lot 2A. Uh, this was basically, it looks like there's a family uh, that owns a lot on the west side of 51, just south of Cross Creek. So if you know those houses, they're on the left side of the road, just up from the old Whitfield buildings. I think there's a church there, mm -hmm. one of those where the Olympic used to right, be, the sure. Olympic gym. Sure. So just north of that, there's a, you know three or four houses, that have pretty large lots. Uh, decent size, you know, larger houses. One of those lots is looking to be div uh, divided into two lots, and so there's a lot, uh, lots, and basically it's just going before that to get the final plat done on that. I don't know if there'll be any issue with that, but that's what that is. And then the final one is Timber Lane First Revision. Uh, this is a final plat approval. Now, Timber Lane is the five lots that were put in right at Robinson and Elm where Elm dead ends into Robinson right there, kind of setting that hole. There's a little cemetery on lot four. Uh, and so basically the developer, Mickey Davis of Penn Construction, is asking for the final plat approval of those five lots. So now you know, so th this will allow him to sell them all for or what he needs to do. I know he's actually building his personal residence uh, on lot four. And there is a change to reduce the size of lot five from 0.44 acres. So he's reducing the size of lot five slightly, which was why he has to come back, ask for this amendment, and then trying to get the whole thing approved for the final plat. So those are the four uh, agenda items coming up. The next part is the uh, the MPO project activation. This is the McInville overlay. They're going to go ahead and start the, that, you know, the process going forward, that money we know is coming in. But this is the stretch from 269 all the way up to Pleasant Hill Road. Right. That which four is, lane. Yeah, which is for the Hernando High School. That's right. And that's it is important in, to if that. If you've driven it lately. It's in great shape. It's, it's, it's is, in great shape. <laughs> it is terrible. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah. What you want to do is that's, that's look, uh, for all the country guys, if you get if you get your truck lifted over Christmas as a Christmas gift, go down oh, yeah. go down Mackinville on the north go north on 16 on Mackinville on 69 and that's how you're going to test out your uh, your lifted truck yeah this is what I think what they were doing in that section right there was you know they looked at the city of Jackson Mississippi and said you think your roads are bad right. hold my beer let, let right. me show you how exactly. you can make a, a very just bumpy roller coaster ride road right here we're, we're gonna do it right here well Derek I think we're actually trying to be I'm glad they're getting this done because I think they were shooting for or aiming to be the place to uh, get a video Video on old row, uh, <laughs> a video on old row for uh, how bad your truck is uh, when it comes to that. But good, good for them to go ahead and make that nice because the Hernando High School is coming. 
It's August going to be awesome. Uh, we know August of Absolutely. 2025. It's going to be so great. It's going to be great. And then the last thing really on here, there, there is an executive session uh, for the public works personnel. Again, we, we're not, we don't know uh, not what privy that to that. But the last thing on the agenda, uh, number 28, the last major thing, the public hearing for the food truck ordinance. We've been we've been for a month been telling you this. The mayor mentioned it uh, after we mentioned it, uh, saying at the um, chamber meeting, saying, hey, look, if you want to complain, if you want to promote, if you want to if you want to have a food truck and you want to be in our city, please come to this meeting. Give us your input because they're going to I'm looking right now at the proposed ordinance. And so it's about, I don't know, five, six pages long. I'm not uh, We have it if it's if it's approved as is. Uh, I'm going to read some of the bullet points. Yeah, the bullet points. I'm going to highlight some stuff in here. Just, you know, how much it is for a fee, where they can go, you know, what the usage is, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm going to re- kind of highlight some uh, from that on our Friday show. If anything's amended or if it's tabled, we're not going to do that. We're not going to waste your time unless this thing is passed. Correct. So we're going to get that done. But, again, we I have it here. If you want to see it uh, or if you want to hear about it, come to the meeting Tuesday night, 6 p.m. It's the only public hearing for this, and then they could pass it. Uh, Tuesday night, and if you didn't get your say or you're upset about it, that's your fault if you're not there. And don't forget, they don't take requests on the YouTube channel. So if you're watching on the YouTube channel, you can't <laughs> yeah, log no, there's, in there's and no go like on the little, live stream and say, eh, eh, little hand raise, little hand no, raise thing. No. Doesn't work that way. You have to be there. This is the only one they're going to do publicly, and they're going to move forward. So, um, you know, thank you to all the board of aldermen and the mayor, the city mayor, all the people that have to be there on the first and third Tuesday there at City Hall doing the city business. We appreciate uh, what you guys do. And Derek and I've said it for the last two years. Agree, disagree. We appreciate you putting yourself out there and being a leader for the community. Well, Derek, speaking of being a leader in the community, maybe behind the scenes a little bit, had some exciting news on Friday. Derek, you and I texted back and forth about this. Uh, this current sponsor that I'm about to read stepped in, sent me a message and said, hey, Mardi Gras Ball, we want to come. We want to be a presenting sponsor. And that's going to be Richard Williams with Williams Services. That's the kind of guy you're getting when it comes to Williams Services, veteran-owned business, a great guy, a wonderful guy that you know is going to come out, look at your project, no project too small, no project too large. If he can't help you, he will help you find someone to do your project. Again, of course, Williams Services, veteran-owned and operated business with years of experience in lawn care, landscaping, mulching, and so much more. Owner Richard Williams and his team can assist you with a multitude of outdoor home needs, whether it's leaf removal, tree trimming, winter cleanups, gate repair, fence repair, grading of your property, any project you need help with, like I mentioned a moment ago, no job too small, no job too large. If Richard can't help you, he'll help you find someone who can. Call him today at 662-292-8855. That's 662-292-8855. You can also find more information about Richard and his team on Facebook at Williams Lawn Services. Thank you, Richard, and your family for continuing to sponsor the UTW Podcast. We wish you Merry Christmas from the UTW Podcast. Again, Richard Williams with Williams Services, 662-292-8855. And somebody that really helped us out uh, over the weekend, uh, really lined it up, uh, really helped out with the food. And, and again, my word was the weekend was grateful, very grateful on those guys that stepped up and really handled the food portion of it. That's the one I, I lack. <laughs> I guess I, I do the least amount for. Uh, I'm usually worried about everything else. And then I have to think about the fact about you know gathering the food for the lunch. And guys really step up at the last minute to do that. And one of the guys that really stepped up was uh, Dr. Bryant Trotter with DeSoto Family Dental Care, who has been a presence under the water tower with over 60 years of combined dental experience. Dr. Seymour, Dr. Paroli, and Dr. Trotter are committed to providing a gentle and caring approach while focusing on the aesthetic beauty and long-lasting health of your smile. The practice is open Monday through Friday, providing hygiene appointments and general dentistry, including implants and implant-supported dentures, as well as Invisalign. 
The office is designed to provide a safe, comfortable, and relaxing atmosphere for their patients. You can be confident that the goal of each staff member is to create a comfortable environment to provide you with relaxing, personalized dental care. Visit their office today to see the difference and give them a call at 662-429-5239. Again, 662-429-5239. And Derek, we'd be remiss to not mention uh, Dr. Jason Proley was a longtime member of the crew, Fernando, helped for a number of years. His wife, Cindy, has helped with the family setup and all those different yes, things. Just a you know, great group of people at DeSoto Family Dental Care, a wonderful business that we uh, certainly have appreciated partnering with the last couple of years, and we wish them nothing but a wonderful new year and a very successful 2023. Uh, thank you, Jason, Cindy, Dr. Seymour, and the team over at DFDC. Give them a call for the DFDC difference, the official dentist of the utw podcast yes they are we uh, we got to c- continue to to say that well Derek middle of our tuesday show always points us towards the desoto county fact of the week brought to us by one of the best guys in hernando no doubt mr rob long and his staff at the desoto county museum the desoto county museum located right across the street from cadence bank on commerce street they are open tuesday through saturday nine to five again that's tuesday through saturday nine to five get by and see all the different artifacts all the wonderful exhibits at the DeSoto County Museum. They do a great job shining a light and spreading the word about this wonderful county that we uh, we continue to say the word bless, that we are all blessed to call home. Derek, give us this week's Fact of the Week. Well, Matt, this Fact of the Week uh, actually is going to take us back 50 years. So uh, Rob went back and said, what was going on 50 years ago? Let me get to the, to the guys, and he's done such a wonderful job this year of providing us with these facts every week. 50 to 52 facts that he's provided us with this year. And this one is... Looking back 50 years ago this month, Hernando was basking in the glow of athletic pride. Both the boys and girls basketball teams, now Matt, this is something you want to listen to here, both the boys and girls basketball teams had just won the North Mississippi District Championship under coach Theron Long. That's probably not going to happen this year. Probably not going to happen. You're probably not going to see the boys and girls well, basketball no, teams. Well, no, if the girls played Rosa Ford every week, they'd be <laughs> national champions. Well, they had just won the – so 50 years ago, they had just won the North – both boys and girls – the North Mississippi District Championship under Coach Theron Long. Uh, in 1972, a total of 1,061 new homes were built in DeSoto County. Again, 1,061 new homes were built in DeSoto County that year. The assessed valuation of Hernando Town property was slightly over $4 million. So the entire town, uh, the assessed valuation was just over $4 million 50 years ago. The local Lions Club sponsored a citywide cleanup campaign that year. The average income for a citizen in Hernando, $8,000 a year. Wow. 8000 a year was the average. Uh, right now, I think we're high 50s, yeah. right at 60000 as Highest our in DeSoto capital. County, I believe, yep. yes. And then right then it was $8,000 a year. Our county population at the time, 35885 mm, 36,000 people in DeSoto County there's, 50 years ago. There's more in Isle Branch by itself, South sure. Haven by itself, and Horn Lake is getting – but that's not quite there yet. Of course, Hernando, we're right at 18, 20. Uh, so, yeah, 35 in the entire county. That's all the men, women, and children that we had in the county. Right now, again, the county, it's, we're sitting about 190. The town alderman, Hernando Alderman, increased their salaries to a whopping 50 bucks a month. That was their salary back in 1972. Some would say it should be there now. It's <laughs> $50 a month. <laughs> Some people would say. And the final thing, this was very interesting and sent to me. So that year, Richard Nixon got five votes for every one vote of the Democratic challenger that mm-hmm. year. Yeah. So five to one, uh, he won DeSoto County. However, four years later, so in 76, DeSoto County 
actually would help elect Jimmy Carter. Wow. More people voted for Jimmy Carter in the county uh, than the, uh, the Republican candidate that year in 76. So just in four years, you went from a 5-1 to one Republican vote over to a Democratic vote. That's a lot of political diversity for DeSoto County. What do you think it would be right now, Jimmy Carter versus Joe Biden in DeSoto County? <laughs> oh, I think it would be. I think they're overwhelmingly for Jimmy Carter. <laughs> He's right. not. Wait, I'm talking about right now. Yeah, I'm saying I'm yeah. right now, Jimmy Carter versus Joe Biden in DeSoto County. I'm what saying, do you think? 80 20? Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, Jimmy Carter was. I mean, I like peanuts. Uh, I love, love peanuts. peanuts. And also. Uh, he's still alive at 98 years old, so um, he can't he can run again. He right. still has four more terms. I mean, four more years in the right. term. So think about that. J- Jimmy Carter's 98. Uh, that's only 16 years older than Joe Biden. That is correct. Just saying. Just saying. is he 82? <laughs> yeah, well, he'll be 82. Actually, if he runs up for election again and gets elected when he starts, he'd be 82. I think that. So he's that. 80 right now. Yeah, so he's 18 years old. Yeah. So. Uh, Shows you some of the awesome growth, Derek. I mean, you and I talk about it all the time. You know, I was uh, I was talking to a, uh, some friends last night at our Sunday school party. I don't know if you saw the uh, article about Delta State and Delta yes. State and some of its struggles. Yep. Um, trying and to attract we, people. Right, trying to track people, and we were looking at that kind of stuff. And it was just very interesting to me to read that article. And uh, we talk about it all the time, the, the Soda County and the growth that is still here, the number of people moving to DeSoto County, wanting to move into DeSoto County, whether they work in Memphis or in the area. Um, you know, we live in a community that is growing and, uh, you know, continues to, to have the pulse of the state of Mississippi when it comes to growth. And uh, you look in the Delta and those different places, uh, it, it's really tough to read. So, um, you know, very interesting prayers for the Delta State people to hopefully get it figured out soon because Cleveland's a nice town. You and I both have friends that yep. live there, and it's a nice place, but it, it revolves so much around Delta State. Um, you know, it's it's really struggling right now. So, uh, But what's not struggling for sure, and that's what I think Rob was trying to show us, that uh, 50 years ago uh, DeSoto County has absolutely boomed and continues to. Thank you, Rob Long, for helping us with that DeSoto County Fact of the Week. We for sure appreciate you working with us all year long on these wonderful Facts of the Week. Get by the DeSoto County Museum today, Commerce Street in Hernando, 9 to 5, Tuesday through Saturday. Mr. Rob Long with the DeSoto County Museum. Derek, we talked about the different growth and all the things, the different houses uh, that needs to be. I say it every week. Uh, there's going to be a lot of insurance there. Cars, trucks, your home, personal, life. If you're looking for help when it comes to insurance, a rep that will work for you and work hard for you, look no further than our longtime sponsor, Holland Insurance. Holland Insurance is located in South Haven, but ready to serve anyone here under the water tower. Bruce Robinson and Jerry Holland with Holland Insurance and their team work with some of the largest insurance companies in the world to provide great service in DeSoto County. Nationwide, State Auto, Kemper, Liberty Mutual, Travelers, Blue Cross Blue Shield, Humana, Aetna, Health, Auto, Casualty, Property. Give Bruce Robinson and Jerry Holland and their team at Holland Insurance a call today at 662-895-5528. That's 662-895-5528. Again, commercial insurance, auto, home, any insurance questions you have, anything you could think of, call Holland Insurance. They have somebody in place that can assist you and give you all the information you need. Located in South Haven, ready to serve. We appreciate Bruce and Jerry and their team for partnering with us for the 2023 year here on the UTW Podcast. We really, really appreciate uh, you working with us. Call them today, Holland Insurance, 662-895-5528. Well, Derek, before we turn our attention to sports, as we usually do and finish our shows each and every week, we want to go ahead and let you know, as Derek mentioned, uh, the Friday show 
This coming Friday show will be our last show in 2022. We're going to take a couple of weeks off and come back for Friday, January 6th. I believe that's our, our show. That's right. Friday, January that's 6th. Right, yeah. And also something new. We need to go ahead and talk about this over the last uh, – need to mention this. Uh, the, the UTW podcast will be switching. It will not be a twice-a-week show. For the time being, it will be a once-a-week show. You'll have a Friday show. We'll hopefully come out between 8 and 9 every Friday morning. And instead of previewing the Alderman meetings, we're going to review the Alderman meetings. Instead of previewing a lot of stuff, we're going to review those things. So it'll be a once-a-week show. Uh, Derek and I have something we've been working on for a little while, have a little bit more meat to each show, maybe have some – certain specific segments of that kind of stuff. So Still keeping the fact of the week. Everything, yeah, all those different things yeah. kind of stay around, but we want to give you a little bit more to do on a Friday show. And plus, um, we're not telling you guys something you don't know. Derek's busy with raising a family and, and busy with a lot of stuff, and, and so am I, and busy with his job and my job. So we appreciate the last two years, uh, over two years now, about 28 months of going on a twice-a-week journey with us, but we're going to change that to a once-a-week journey uh, with the UTW podcast starting next year. We'll still have special show. So when we mentioned about the interviews, uh, that sort of thing. So we may be able to interview the people and maybe put out, you know, one-off shows where it's just you interviewing somebody for a race or for a specific, you know, uh, maybe a subject or something that comes up, some kind of big event maybe come to Hernando or a big company coming in. We could have an, uh, a special interview episodes that maybe – Give two in a week, but our, our main show, the, this show right here that you're listening to, uh, that is you know giving you the, the news, giving you the sports, all that kind of stuff, well, we're going to be once a week, and, and it does allow us to make sure that we kind of hone it down. You know, there have been some weeks where you know, we're kind of reaching, and, I, and we don't want to bring you anything outside of the right. re, outside of our, our realm. What right? a blessing I mean, to have a town where there's not so much stuff. It's good stuff happening, but at the same time, we're not sitting there on the – we're not reporting about bad, bad stuff. Right. I mean, because, like, you know, we, we reach everywhere. We're reaching, I mean, all the state – wide publications we're reaching into memphis trying to find stuff again about desoto county and specifically about lewisburg hernando area and good or bad there's not a lot going on and so we want to focus more on you know giving you more researching it more and then we'll start collecting information on sundays uh and then we'll have it ready for the thursday when we record to put it out on friday and uh so i hope you understand that again like today just you know we previewed the alderman meeting now we'll just give you a review right, so i don't do have it. to talk to you about maybe <laughs> right uh, reading off the yeah, let's uh, review it yeah the uh the trucks the food truck ordinance we'll just go ahead and give it to you yeah. if it's approved so just things like that and i hope that uh, everybody understands my, you know, my job is busier your job is busier I mean, we have the events we have a mardi gras ball coming up in february that we are going to be preparing for and so it's just really want to be able to just to live uh and i hope that everybody understands that and but at the same time we enjoy doing this so much and uh, being able to give this to you and so we will continue to bring and do the best job that we can every friday oh sure i mean we had people i saw numerous people all weekend we talked about stuff that we talked about on the podcast mention those things and and so many people uh go through when it comes to the alderman meeting they don't watch anything learn anything they learn it from uh, from your deep dive into it Derek. so um you know we appreciate all the stuff the last 28 months and we're going to change things up a little bit and uh try and stay relevant but at the same time uh my wife's not saying uh are you are you editing still editing at 10 o'clock at night and uh that's something we're gonna be a, a lot different but before we turn our attention to sports, we can't thank you enough for all the stuff that we've done for the last 28 months. It's been so much fun, and we really appreciate everybody that uh, gets their information from us. We love when people come up and talk to us at church or mention uh, something. Um, you know, uh, we're Derek and I do apologize for single-handedly uh, sabotaging the Penny for the Park uh, referendum. Who knew? I guess. Who knew that we could absolutely ruin things so bad? <laughs> Just trashed it. <laughs> Absolutely I mean, who, who knew that interviewing the architect that did it and the, or I'm sorry, the engineer that put it together and the parks director about it and how wonderful it would be uh, to have this, who knew that just by doing that, we, we would be sinking the ship? 
I wish we were more <laughs> likable. I guess we're not very likable. Like well, I mean, I wish we were. We're not the real Hernan. We're not the real podcast. That's true. We're we're just some true. random podcast. That is true. And we'll continue being a random podcast once a week. That's what we're going to continue <laughs> doing. But look, let's go ahead and turn our attention to sports. We finish it with young people every show. Uh, we love the young people here, Hernando, uh, right here under the water tower, and we want to shine a light on them. Tell us all about the sports, Derek, that have happened since our last show. Now, we've had a lot of things happen since our last show. We've had a, a tournament that we're going to talk about. We've had soccer matches that actually were played. Uh, and we're, you know we had the ones last Tuesday canceled, but these were actually played on Friday. And then we actually uh, we also had uh, something that I want to start with, and that is the Bernard Blackwell North South All Star Game. So this was the All Star Game played for the high school All Stars. We had somebody from the, the Hernando team that we mentioned to you a couple months ago that made that team, Jackson Usselton. Well, the South won 14 to 10, but uh, the North points included. A 23-yard field goal from Hernando's Jackson Usselton. Awesome. I want to say congratulations to Jackson sure, uh, Jackson for making 23-yard field goal that tried to contribute uh, came up just short in their in their game against the South. Uh, but again, congratulations on making the team and actually getting to uh, make an extra point in the field goal in the, in the in the thing. Yeah, made an extra point in the field goal. Finished the day one of five on field goals. I'm joking. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm kidding. Of we're, course. We're gonna assume yeah, he we're going to see one. one of one and one yep. of one. Good for him. All That's right, great. now moving on to the soccer portion of the program, which uh, Jackson does play for this for the Hernando Tigers, and I'm pretty sure if he's out there kicking and he, now he's done, I'm pretty sure he'll be back in action with yeah, us pretty he'll be on soon. The team, yeah, going forward, uh, we'll start with the Hernando girls soccer. After postponing the matches on Tuesday, both Hernando soccer teams traveled to South Haven for their first district match of the year. The Lady Tigers handled South Haven easily, four uh, 0 The Hernando goals were Kendall Moore, Catherine Bush, Loxley Bulls, and Isabella Powers. The Tigers are now. 1-0 in district and off to a good start for hopefully a playoff push. The Hernando boys. The boys also got the clean sheet against South Haven with Calvin Harrison's brace. The boys are now 7-3, and 1-0, and also off to a good start, and both teams will now enjoy a couple weeks off from games for the Christmas holidays with their next match scheduled on January 3rd. Now moving on to basketball. North Point played in a tournament at DeSoto Central Friday as did Lewisburg and Hernando. The Shan Whiteside Sideline Cancer Basketball Classic. Longest name I've ever heard. That is a long wow, mouthful. Long. I mean, the Jimmy V yeah. Classic is a lot easier to say than the – but the Shan Whiteside Sideline Cancer Basketball Classic, it's a huge tournament that most teams in this area play in. And now, so we're going to look at the North Point games first. In their first game, the North Point girls faced off against an old rival who had refused to play them for the last three or so years in Magnolia Heights. North Point won 46-31. to uh, North Point uh, was led by Nyla Herrera with 19 points, and Herrera was also named the player of the game. The girls were then 8-0 and on the season. The boys also faced off against Mag Heights and came away with the same result, which helps now that the games are few and far between. The North Point Trojans won 56-39. to North Point was led by Christian Gilliland with 22 points, and Grayson Alford was 17, and Gilliland was named player of the game. The next day, North Point stepped up in competition with both of the North Point teams playing Center Hill. Center Hill handed the Lady Trojans their first loss of the season, 42-19. Tough defense and a learning experience for this young Trojan team. They fought 8-1, and their next game will be after Christmas. The boys fared much better, but still came up short against the Mustangs. The Center Hill won 67 to 61. North Point uh, was led by Christian Gilliland again with 28 points and Grayson Alford with 15 points. The boys are starting to mesh a little better and hope to make some noise in district after the Christmas break. But first, both teams will play in a Christmas tournament that we'll catch you up on after the first of the year. 
Now moving on to Lewisburg and what they did in the tournament. Lewisburg first played Cenotopia. Uh, so the Lady Patriots played Cenotopia with uh, Lewisburg winning 43-29. to Allie Carroll uh, led the team with 19 points. Allison Irby had 13. Carroll was named player of the game. The boys continued their high-level basketball play in their draw in the tournament against the Cenotopia Warriors also. Lewisburg beat Cenotopia 57-50. to Lewisburg was led by Gage Haley with 16 points and Josiah Nelson with 14. Haley was named uh, player of the game. And the Patriots are now 13-2 and entering the Christmas break. And then for Hernando's part, they drew DeSoto Central Jaguars, the host of the tournament, for their first game. DeSoto Central girls beat the Hernando girls 49-29. to DeSoto Central broke out a close game in the second quarter for a 25-10 lead at the break by holding Hernando to just three points in the second quarter. The Lady Jaguars held the 15-point lead after the three quarters and finished off outscoring Hernando 19-14 to win again 49-29. Demaya Cummings scored 15 points to lead Hernando. The, the boys then faced off against DeSoto Central boys, and this was a low-scoring first quarter. Matt, this is a high school basketball game where, again, DeSoto Central versus Hernando. The, at the end of the first quarter, the score was 4-2. For high school boys basketball, that's atrocious. 4-2. to DeSoto Central Sorry, led 4-2 at the end of the first quarter. Uh, the Jaguars, that's eight minutes of basketball. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's, uh, it's, uh, Whew, it's not – yeah. That's but the Jaguars didn't open it up in the second half. Uh going on a 20-9 run to take the advantage into halftime, and then they broke the game open again, pulling away, winning 51-30. to Ron Taylor scored eight points to lead Hernando in the loss, and the Tigers did have to play this game without head coach Stephen Cox, who was homesick and could not attend. So this was the assistants kind of coming on and playing. The second game for the Lady Tigers was much closer, but they still came up just short. Holmes County defeated the Lady Tigers 64-60, to Hernando again was led by Demaya Cummings with 17 and Akaya Martin with 16. And in the second game, the boys also fared better but still lost against Home Central 57-46. to Hernando will enter Christmas break looking to regroup. So, again, it looked like it was a great tournament. This was one of the kind of a round robin. You play two games. So they played a certain place or what? Did All you, at DeSoto Central. All at DeSoto Central. Yeah, so DeSoto Including North Point. Yeah. 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 So the, wow. Yeah, the you North think Point. they might – you think North Point and, and DeSoto Central could get together, share a gym, and do even more? That would be awesome. Uh, well, think I, about it. Raise, know, more, raise more money. Yeah, the North Point games were 1 p.m. on Friday, which I missed, and then 11 p.m. on – 11 a.m. on Saturday, which I was in the parade right, and sure. I missed. So just – they were all randomly throughout the day. So that was a lot of action in the DeSoto County uh, – DeSoto Central Gym. Well, you, I mean, North Point and DeSoto Central work together, and again, more teams, more money, more concessions, I, I, more stuff. I mean, this is thought. And so here's the, the Shane Whiteside a, was a, a coach for them, and right. their daughter, uh, his daughter, Lindsay Whiteside, went to North Point, was a star player three or four years ago when one of those state champion, uh, state runs. Uh, she was, And so now she's actually back uh, helping. And so so it's kind of her family. So there is that already that North Point D.C. connection that they could use. It's an opportunity to get, get your – I mean, you get more games on two gyms than one. So you're not staggering that bad. Right. You can expand the tournament and expand concessions. And, and keep and it on hours where people can come watch you. Like well, a Friday at 1 o'clock, maybe they can have more from 4 to 9 at each gym, right? Just with the, Derek, yeah. we know it all. I'm, I mean, we know it all. I mean, come on now. Let's be honest. You, I mean, seriously. I, I'll let you say that. Yeah, we know it all. That was for me. We know it all. Come on, people. Get better. I mean, just a thought. The more gyms involved. You and I have talked for the longest time about doing something Crew Fernando related for like a baseball tournament or a baseball yep. Uh, county baseball championship where you play for some type of a cup. We've talked about it, but um, 
we had too many uh, pro- we had too many podcasts going on. And so we so, never did. You know, maybe with one less <laughs> podcast, we can look at that. <laughs> Thank you, Derek, for catching us up on all the different soccer and basketball related. Congratulations to all the winners. Congratulations to all those young people for still getting out to have an opportunity to have fun and enjoy uh, their their you know the different sports that they have. Good luck, and we'll, we look forward to talking about those after the Christmas break. If you enjoy our show, find us on Facebook at UTW Podcast, on Instagram at UTW Podcast, and on Twitter at UTW Pod. Wherever you listen to our show, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, give us a five-star review. Give us a thumbs up. Simply helps us move up when it comes to local podcasts. If you enjoy our show, you'll enjoy OB Pod. Puts out a show really early on Monday mornings every week covering the eastern side of DeSoto County. They also do a deep dive into Olive Branch, Center Hill, and Lewisburg Athletics. OB Pod. Look them up today. Well, Derek, I hope you have a wonderful week. Continue to uh, be full of Christmas cheer. A lot of different things, having the kids home and stuff like that. Congratulations to all those young people that are home from college. Welcome home for uh, what seems like six months. My God, I don't even know anymore. <laughs> I, w- I made a joke during the table service, and a couple of those parents came up to me afterwards. It's like, wow, it is amazing how long the kids have off because uh, Hannah Grace uh, sang in the table service and the cantata. A lot of stuff going on. All yeah, of us are busy. I, I, you mentioned something about us being busy earlier, and I thought to myself, oh, that's uh, we all are. It's, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. It really is. Merry Christmas, everybody. We'll see you on our Friday show, our last show of 2022. Thank you for a wonderful 2022 and look forward to a great 23. Well, Derek, if there's nothing else, I'm Matt. And I'm Derek. Join us next time under the water tower. Oh, you lose your one and only, there's always room here for the lonely. To watch your broken dreams dancing out of the dreams of a neon